Hello and welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church where you get to hear the pastors and other guests talk about the upcoming preaching text. It's a joy to be with all of you today. I was uh, realizing I can't look at these two <laughs> when I'm doing the introduction or I'll bust out laughing. Well, somebody's got to. Somebody's <laughs> got to mess with you, man. That's right. That's why they pay me the big bucks. There's yes. too much joy in the room. Come on, man. <clears throat> this is, right. We really enjoy this and yeah. uh, glad you're here sitting in with us. I am Pastor Eric and today I am here with... Pastor Megan. Pastor Kevin. Hey! hey. Yes. Everybody's here. Go team. <laughs> uh, we're... I still like to say Happy New Year. We're we're that's uh, fair. Yeah. New Year, new. But the reason I'm saying it is because today is a new theme. Oh. So New Year, new theme. Um, it's too much new. There's just too much. I need yeah. to go back to 2023. How, how are your resolutions <laughs> I'm, going? I'm going backwards. I made, I made none, so I've kept them all. <laughs> ah, good for you. There it is. S- there same it is. here. Yes. Um, I'm excited for this. We've been working toward this for a long time. I'm so excited for everyone to, to come together and be a part of it now. We begin our new theme, One Easter, One Mission, as we really jump into the, the capital appeal. And Pastor Megan, can you, what, how, yeah, what do we yeah, need to what? know? Yeah, how? Pastor Megan, what? Ooh, how, what? Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, in a way you could say that this started 20 years ago, right? When when Easter purchased uh, the property down on Cliff and Pilot Knob with the intention of centralizing and expanding their ministry on that one site. And for 20 years, we've we've slowly continued that work, um, but it's been 20 years and we need to... We need to land the plane. That's the metaphor I've been using. It is time. We cannot keep circling. And uh, it's been such a joy to watch the Holy Spirit guiding us over this past year through incredible volunteers and leaders and um, brainstorming and planning. And uh, we're at a really exciting point where we are launching a capital appeal, Mm -hmm. where we Mm -hmm. are going to bring all of our financial generosity together so that we can each play a part in this new phase of Easter's ministry. Uh, I think it's really cool too that this summer uh, will be 50 years old as a mm-hmm. congregation, which is just so incredible. And so it's real easy to say, okay, well, what's the next half of the century gonna bring for us, right? How are we setting ourselves up? Yeah. Not just for the next five months or five years, we're talking 50 years and beyond. Um, so it feels like a real privilege to to be here at this juncture, to get to be a part of this. So for this uh, series, as we're talking about, you know, just literally what it means for us in worship, uh, we're going to be reading from the Gospel of Mark. It's these early stories talking about Jesus' early ministry, like it's him getting known and getting to work out in the world. Um, and, and for us here at Easter, uh, we also get the real opportunity to not just listen <laughs> to your ministry leaders talk from the pulpit, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to have Easter members talking as well. They're going to bring their own personal stories about how they've seen God at work in their lives here at Easter, the way Easter's ministry has changed their lives, their communities, how their own financial generosity has has blossomed and grown and and born fruit look look at me tying in themes yes. from the upcoming text mm-hmm. right. right here at easter and with our with our own ministries here uh i just i just really think it's exciting and it's so thrilling to to finally be at this point and, right. and get ready to do this work together yeah it was pretty amazing i was overhearing a conversation in the front office and uh friend from the church came in and was doing some business in the front office and it just struck me because 
they had kind of said that, hey, I was here almost at the very beginning of Easter and I look around and, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So this friend came into the front office and they basically said, it's time. When they thought about this whole capital campaign, mm-hmm. uh, they said, it's time. It's time to realize this dream that's that's been here for a long time. And once we realize it, we're going to be able to see more potential, you know, for what God is doing in through the work of Easter. But it was just striking to me for someone who's been here for just about the whole 50 years, right? For them to be able to speak and say, hey, it's time. It's It was like this kind of prophetic moment that I was like, wow, like, we needed we needed someone from the congregation to say it out loud mm-hmm. and they have and that's what we're saying out loud is it's time and let's do this together yes yes yeah absolutely this is the and this reading that we have for the new theme really is uh, the we were just saying right before we hit record you know it's the perfect uh passage to get this started because it talks about this is god's doing uh we have been given the mission to um, scatter the seed, which is the word of God, and let it do what God intends for it to do. And um, so, yeah, and, uh, and we, we can, can even say too that you know seeds that were planted twenty years ago have started to to sprout and grow. And yeah. and, and so I, you know, whatever I'm giving away the moral of the story, but it's 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 that beautiful imagery, right? Of of things, of things growing and taking root. And so with that, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's we're the Gospel of Mark. So this is Mark chapter four. Um, we're going to start with verse two. Um, but just to give you the context, why don't I read you verse one as well, just so you can hear where we're at here. Um, I will say he, just so you know, that he is Jesus. <laughs> That's important, important context. <laughs> so this is verse one. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there while the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. That's verse one. Now we're launching into the the rest of the reading, the the actual part. (laughs) Jesus began to teach them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on the rocky ground where it did not have much soil. And it sprang up quickly since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched. And since it had no root, it withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. And then from here, we move on to verse 13. Correct. Okay, good. And so this is where we're moving forward a little bit. This is Jesus giving the punchline of the story, which he almost never does to the disciples to the disciples yeah not to the whole crowd right. just to the disciples and he doesn't explain parables very often so right. i think that's worth noting at this juncture so picking up with, with verse 13 and jesus said to the disciples do you not understand this parable then how will you understand all the parables the sower sows the word these are the ones on the path where the word is sown when they hear satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them and these are the ones sown on rocky ground When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy, but they have no root and endure only for a while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. 
And others are those sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit 30 and 60 and a hundredfold. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Man, so I know much to talk there's about. so much to talk about. And I think this is such a commonly heard parable. I think we've probably all heard a sermon on this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you might have heard a sermon on this that made you really nervous that probably <laughs> your heart was not good soil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I, I, you're I, just going right for it. That's right. That's well, the, the big question. That's the big question. And I, I think we're so we're so prone to make it about ourselves, which I, I just want you to know, friend, you are so important and special and wonderful, and I want you to matter and hear this. But I think sometimes it, it forces us too far inward and just makes us so desperately anxious about our own selves that we kind of can't hear the the wider effect of what Jesus is trying to tell us here. I think that also kind of comes from fear and doubt, mm. which is common for all of us sinful humans. Um, but the fact that, you know, you're a part of this community and the fact that you're listening to this podcast is proof that you're one of the seeds that's bearing fruit. You have faith. You belong to God. You know, you're a child of God. And these prom- the promises are for you and nothing will change that. The story is about what God's doing. It's not about you. You don't have to worry about it. You are part of the the flock, mm-hmm. to use mixed metaphors. <laughs> right, I, say, I think that's a different parable, honey. Woo. Um, yeah, so it, it, it is this wonderful invitation to say, um, you don't have to make your heart good soil, right? Like yes. you don't you have can't. to. You can't. Don't, yeah, a good Not Lutheran, worth worrying about. Yes, a good Lutheran <laughs> would say, that's not even your job, right? Like you, mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do to make your heart good soil. Um, it is God who makes the seed grow. Right. Mm. And if it is God making the seed grow, then it, it must be because you are good soil. God you has made you to be good soil. Right. So right. so rather than worrying That's about good oh, news, that is good news. That is promise. That is mm. hope. And then I can shift from saying, oh, my gosh, but what if I'm rocky soil? Oh, my gosh. But what if I'm in the thorns? And I say, oh, my gosh, I'm good soil. So what am I what am I going to do? What am I going to grow? What am I going to produce? How am I how am I going to make sure that I can share this this wonderful good news that has been planted in me, like that's the invitation, not to worry as much about myself, but to be joyful and look outwards accordingly. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kevin, you uh, you had a good word for I I swear half the podcast happens before the podcast yeah. is recorded. Um, you you had a really neat note from from one of your commentaries, I think that that just really helped helped me thinking about this. Yes, and and the reason why I'm pausing is because all I have in my head right now is every rose has its thorn, no! like the song. Like I just <laughs> I'm struggling with the song in my head, and it's impeding my ability no. to think at this moment so this i'm is just a little, like little note to ben and kent make sure that you work uh, a little thorn. guns and roses prelude in <laughs> just like to worship somehow. why is this in my head <laughs> or or is it every thorn bush still produces roses wow hey yo mind blown see there it by is. the grace of god <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Even yeah. thorns can produce roses. That's Sorry. Right. No, no, it's good. <laughs> I'm just saying is that, you know, we have the privilege of going to scripture and, and working on it all week long and f- all week long. But one of the fun things is, is that we get commentaries and talk to people who bring in lots of different views on yeah. scripture and different perspectives. And so we just encourage you too, as you think about your own faith is, is to know that there are lots of different voices that help us see the stories, you know, whether they're in the Christian tradition or not, or they're coming from different perspectives. Um, that That's just really powerful. And uh, the one I was, Pastor Megan was just talking about was just reminding us is that there's always going to be these external factors. And that's kind of what the whole parable does is it lists all of these different things that come and, you know, get in the way of planting the seed, right? That's always going to happen. But Mark's core message is one of hope. And I think that's just such good news because there's always going to be stuff, you know, coming into this new year, we hope for a different world, but it's still the same one. Yeah. And, and and I think mm-hmm. we carry all of those things with us. It's not like all of a sudden you don't stop becoming a caregiver for an aging spouse or or for a child or something like that. That doesn't just stop. Um, but it does give us a frame of reference to say, you know, God is still at work and that bearing of that fruit really um, helps us participate and and what the commentary person says and sees that the reign of God is present and it's justice seeking activity is reordering the world. Mm-hmm. Think about that, reordering the world. You know, lots of times we think, I don't know what my agency is, but maybe part of this is it's not about your agency per se Mm -hmm. it's not about us and our own thing it's about what god is doing exactly and what god is doing through us together as a community as eastern lutheran church that's pretty powerful yeah yeah seeing where god's at work right yeah exactly i I was thinking too pastor kevin of your sermon um it'd be two sundays ago when you're talking about jesus's baptism and that reminder that you know jesus gets baptized and immediately is sent out into wilderness mm-hmm. and he's surrounded by wild beasts, which is creepy. <laughs> and he's, I mean, it's, it's not fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, yay, I'm baptized. What did you, what was your reference? Tacos and cake? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not tacos and cake nope. now. Mm-mm. It's, it, it's a, it's a true testimony to the hardship of life. Like just, it is hard. I mean, listen to the, the text itself, right? Uh, the ones who hear the word, but the cares of the world, the lure of wealth, the desire for other things, or the ones who have no root, um, when trouble or persecution, when trouble or persecution arises on account of word immediately. I mean, it is this true statement that life is hard and there's lots of gross and nasty and uncool things out mm-hmm. there and they make life challenging and they make us, you know, at best doubt ourselves and at worst doubt God, right? Mm-hmm. It's, that is that is real and true. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Mark even names those things yeah. as just simple realities in in a way for me is a relief. Because um, hmm. Mark isn't saying, oh, you should be better than you are. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to do this. Life is not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark says, no, like, life is hard. It is full of cares and struggles and, and challenges. And still... Yep. God makes the good seed grow in good soil. It mm-hmm. is still God's work and God is still doing it and God is doing it with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, go, did you have something? Well, no. well I was, and some produce 30 fold, some yes! produce 60 and 100 fold. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about where we started with, you know, new year, new mm-hmm. theme. And um, 
this is a new cha- you pastor Megan you're talking about the capital appeal and it's the new this is the beginning of a new chapter mm-hmm. at Easter we there has been so much fruit born here through this ministry and as you know pastor Kevin and I being relatively new pastors we've been meeting and learning about a lot of that and it's it's so fun and exciting to hear about and to know that we get to be here at the start of the next chapter is really exciting Mm-hmm. to see all that fruit because this yeah. God's been producing and he will continue as you know that's the promise Amen. and the energy that comes for I think this story but also for Easter is you the listener yes you know, participating in what God is doing here showing up caring praying worshiping you know acting doing your thing I mean all that is so powerful and I think what's what's obvious, what's comforting to me oftentimes when I read these parables is at the beginning of this passage is the disciples, again, not understanding. And that is, that's the whole theme through this, right? Is that, you know, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, could anybody have imagined what God is doing through this place? Exactly. Like they wouldn't have, wouldn't have understood, mm-hmm. right? It's like, let's meet at the Egan City Hall. Why? <laughs> like, well. In, in the basement. Where's Egan? Because, <laughs> because there was, uh, my understanding is because that the basement of City Hall had some kind of an electric organ in it of oh, wow. some kind. <laughs> and that was part of what made it amenable for correct me if I'm wrong, folks. So please mm-hmm. yeah, contact me at Pastor Megan <laughs> at Easter.org. Pastor but, Dot? <laughs> no dot. Oh, that's from a story before the whole record button hit. Um, but the, I, my understanding is that was just kind of that like, yeah, let's meet at City Hall because they've mm-hmm. got an organ. First of all, why does City Hall have an organ? Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, like from there, from yeah. there, oh, let's just find a place around an organ. Like incredible worship and ministry and music and learning and relationship and service and connection to our community. I mean, my goodness. Um, I'm sure that that dedicated crew meeting in that basement had dreams of that, but to, mm-hmm. but to know what God would do with it. Right. Wow. Many thousands of people have come to faith. Yes. As and then a result. To, and to think about, you know, how are we making sure that we're setting ourselves up as best as we possibly can so that we can keep doing that for the next 50 yeah. years, entrusting our hearts to God, right? Letting God do the continued work of, of growing things and making good things happen, not pretending that we are God, knowing that God is God and following that call, right? So yes. what is it, what does it mean for us to keep living in that truth and that hope that the gospel of Mark gives mm-hmm. us? Well, man, what I'm hearing from a lot of folks is that that means getting us all under one roof. You know, helping us be a true community, truly together, truly united, um, growing those relationships. I just feel like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember what like COVID lockdowns were like, <laughs> but I actually missed people mm-hmm. during that time. I missed being in relationship and not not always just from a distance, but like in in physical proximity. I I wonder if that's part of what got people really motivated to revisit our one site work was this recognition post COVID that no, we really do need to be together. Like we really do need to be literally side by side with each other. Now saying that, you know, remember if you're sick, stay home, like don't mm-hmm. get your friends sick, but, <laughs> <Please>. um, <laughs> but I, it's, it just, it, it, it's just time. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and God will continue to do the good work around us. And we just get the, the joy and privilege of being a part of it. Right. One Easter, one mission. 
One Easter, one mission. That's one the, Easter, one mission. Yep, that's the theme of our appeal. Um, that's the theme of, of our um, you know Sundays accordingly. And this has always been true, right? Easter's always been one church. We've right. always had a united mission. And and so this is just making sure we we functionally fit what has always been true. And uh, just uh, bear witness to that, um, the good seed and the work that God has done and is doing. Yeah. And we just, maybe we just end by saying thanks be to God. Yeah, right. And, and I'm excited to be doing this work with... All of you, all of you listeners, we get the privilege of, of seeing yeah. what God is up to among us in this time and place. And what a thrill. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks be to God. Yes. That will be our amen today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. Oh